You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. And here we go. Thomas Gilman is back on Bashmania today to talk about the move he announced last week, which was he is moving to State College to train with the Nittany Lion Wrestling Club. Now, if you haven't listened to his story, check out episode 28 of the podcast that we did back in early January, where we talk about the Thomas Gilman story. Today, though, this is one of those recent event episode formats of the podcast where I was just super intrigued by the news like so many others and wanted to have a conversation about it. As I've promised to do since episode one of this podcast, my goal has been and is to bring some of the conversations I'm blessed with having to wrestling fans across the country and even the world, really. And I'm thankful for this platform, which allows me to have even more of these conversations. This isn't about me though so let's grab Gilman. It's Bashamania! Let me tell you something brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashamania runs wild? Oh it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. T.P. Gilman, how are you, man? Doing well, doing well. How are you? I'm doing good. Busy weekend for you, and I don't want to take up too much of your time, and I really, I know you're doing some other interviews, and I, I don't want to reiterate what everyone else is, is kind of talking you about. I want to take a more kind of business and brand approach to this move, and the first topic that kind of was a surprise to me, I, I saw Piles mention something on Flow last week when they were talking about it, that... You know, somebody's texting him like, where's Nittany Line Wrestling Club getting all this money from to get all these guys? And I saw some people on Twitter like, oh, money talks. And it's funny because that was the last thing I thought about with, with the news that you were going over there. What is your reaction to the financial conversation around this? Uh, I think that people don't know what they're talking about. And if they don't know the details, and they don't know what they're talking about, then they should shut their mouth. Yeah. Um, I'll say that going to the Nittany Line Wrestling Club is uh, – pretty parallel move for me you know i'm not gonna get in the details but i'm not making any more money than i was here at the hawkeye wrestling club i'll say that you know yeah. there are multiple other places i could have gone to make a hell of a lot more money yeah. you know um there are a lot of programs that have a lot of money but for me it's never been about the money you know i came to the university of iowa and i shared a scholarship with Corey clark you know it was never about the money and a half a scholarship is pretty good too, but yep. uh, I'll do anything to win, win the worlds and, and be an Olympic champion. So it's never been about the money and um, money talks, I guess. But when, when you've been doing this since you're five and six years old, money is irrelevant because I'm so far in debt uh, in that sense. And I put my parents in debt. Right. And so it, it, money is irrelevant in the sport. You know, there, if, if I was looking to make money, I'd go to the UFC or do something like Cejudo's sure. doing and do that kind of crazy stuff. Yeah. And, and going from a topic that I was kind of surprised that got brought up. And then I'm, I'm surprised this one's not brought up more. But I know your fiance's family is from PA. And mm -hmm. I know when Snyder, I, I had a talk with him the last time I was down in State College. And he was talking to me about the importance of his wife and, and schooling, what she wanted to do. What, what was the impact of your fiance's family being in PA having on this? 
Uh, it, it has. It's one of many many factors, right? Um, I think a lot of people are using that as a, as maybe a cop out. Yeah. Um, in the sense of, oh well, she's from PA. That that's just what they want to do. They're no better. It's just, um, that's where they want to be because of her. That's just one aspect of this decision. Yeah. And that's yep. not that's not a knock on anybody. It's just, you know, not a knock on her either. You know, I I, I had an option to go to Arizona State. You know, um, and that would have been with Perry, and and that would have been a long way from Pennsylvania. So, right. but you got to balance all all the aspects, not just the the family, not just the the coaching, not just the partners. You got to lay it out on a spreadsheet and um, and figure out what's the best move logically, not just emotionally, because that'd be a pretty emotional decision just to go to right. Nittany Lion Club just because of family. Yep. You know, um, I'm moving away from my family. You know how? Sure. You know, you got to balance that aspect too. So it, it it was it was a a deciding factor, but it wasn't the deciding factor. Let's just say that for sure. And it's funny watching the mixed reaction from Iowa fans. I mean, you have a lot of I'm seeing a lot of level-headed fans that are like, "Hey, you're a Hawkeye. You've been a Hawkeye. You'll always be a Hawkeye." Think thanks for what you did at Iowa. And then of course you have the less level-headed, emotional people. Who say you're a traitor? You're this. You're that. You said comments about Snyder and Michich, and what's your kind of response to all that? Uh, I just think it's it's just silly. You know, th- those yeah. those people are, you know, they're in the stands. They don't understand what goes on in the arena. So um, I, I don't have anything to say to those people. You know, they're, they're not my friends. They're not my fans either. You know, if you're my a fan of me, then. You know, you'd be saying positive things, and right. I don't expect anybody to understand. I don't. I'm not asking anybody to understand this decision. I'm just asking them to accept it. You know, because um, it's a, it's not an easy decision, right. but it's the right decision. So if you if you respect me as a wrestler and what I've done for this program, just just respect that decision. I'm not asking you to understand it. Um, me saying things about Michis. Michis is a traitor. He is committing treason in my sense. He's he's wrestling for another country. He's benefiting from the the milk and honey he's eating the milk and honey here and then taking his his talents elsewhere you know um i don't agree with that i don't i don't remember saying anything negative about snyder maybe i did maybe i did i didn't you remember know. it either by the way about snyder I mean, if anyone out there remembers or can find it on the internet bring it to me because I'd, I'd like to know what i said because i don't remember it. if i did I'll, I'll i'll own it but i don't remember yeah um so yeah and, you know, speaking of the decision, like, I know it's not that it's been a long time coming, but I know you said when you were talking to USA Wrestling this week, and, and I, I know it too, like, from when you were rooming with Zane on the team and conversations you've had with Zane, and Varner, and, and all sorts of different people, being somebody who is a deep thinker like yourself, you're not someone who just goes with the waves or goes with emotions. When you think about a decision like this, or you start to plant the seeds of potentially making a decision like this, what's the process to let something like that percolate before it comes to fruition? I think uh, you just got to do your due diligence and send out your your tentacles and, and see and get, get a feel for, for the land. I mean, you can't just yeah. talk to one person. You got to talk to everybody or everybody that you can um, just get a feel for what it's like. And this guy's saying this and this guy's saying that. How's that, how's that add up to make, make whatever. If it adds up, great. If not, then maybe, maybe, um, maybe it's not the right decision. So I just did my due diligence and obviously, you know, I talked to Kale, I talked to Zane, we're close. I talked to David. 
Um, but I'm not talking to just those guys. I'm talking to people elsewhere too, you know, cause Mark, sure. he was going to Arizona state and you know, that, that was hard, you know, like I would never, yeah. my imagination think I was going to go to Arizona state, but I gave it a feel because, um, that's where Perry was going and yeah. that was a, an emotional pull. And so I threw out some feelers there too. And, and I just didn't, nothing against their program. Right. I just didn't get the right. Two and two was not adding up to four in certain sure. certain aspects to say to say that, and so you know you just got to do your due diligence and you can't and you're going to get emotional. It's an emotional process, but you got to kind of when you get too emotional, you got to just you know take a step back and go to bed and wake up in the morning and and look at the data. And I know a lot of people saw the Perry news and then the next day they saw your news and they assumed it was a direct correlation. And obviously there's some correlation like Perry leaves and, and now that kind of I'm assuming it kind of fast tracked your plans. Is that right? Uh, no, n- no, nothing. If, if it was an emotional decision that it would have fast tracked things like, oh, Perry's gone. I got to get out. Sure. But nothing was pushing me out. Nothing's yeah. pushing yeah. me out. I could have stayed. I could have went. I, I mean, I could I could have left in. 17 i could have left and nothing was pushing me out sure you know um so if some if something was pushing me out then then yeah it would have fast-tracked things but i think that things just kind of added up for him and things added up for me and at 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 the right time right yeah uh whatever that means um i uh you know i don't i don't know if there's a right way to go well obviously the process is done right yeah i'm i'm on my way out on my way to somewhere else, but I don't know if there was a right way to go about it. Um, I wrestled with this for for weeks. You know, I don't know. I didn't know. Do I go to Tom first? Yeah. Am I going behind his back? Am I whatever? But I knew if I went to Tom, I, I would be. It would just be too emotional, right? Yeah. And, I, and it would cloud my judgment and whatever. And it's. I mean, me, Tom and I have ha- had conversations about me moving forward. Um, at some point, maybe he's, he, I mean, he told me like, sometimes you got to leave, you know, and, and I, I took that hard at first. Like, I don't want to leave. Like I'm a hot right. guy, you know, but as things kind of come to, you know, come to be, I understood what he meant. And, uh, you know, after 2020, there's going to be a decision of, of if I was staying or going, or if I want to get into coaching, if I was going to get into coaching, would there be a spot here at Iowa for me? If not, I'd probably have to leave anyways to find a spot. I'm not going to just kind of wait around and, and suck my thumb and wait for Tom to make a position for me. Cause that's not the kind of guy I am. I'm going to make my own path yeah. and then I can come back if, if, if I want, or if they want me, which I know they want me. So, um, I don't know where we started there, but yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. And, and you know, it, it's funny too. You've started to really work on your personal brand over the past three months. I mean, you're on social media now. We launched your website a couple months ago. How do you think the NLWC move helps build your brand? And did thinking about your brand factor into that at all? No, I mean, in hindsight, yeah, of course, you know, um, yeah. of course it does in hindsight, but in the time it, it didn't have anything to do with it necessarily, but yeah. um, it's just what, what this decision is what's best for me selfishly as a person to develop as a wrestler, you know, and, and uh, but looking back, it's going to help my brand. It's going to help my future wrestling. It's going to help my future coaching. Why wouldn't you want to go to Penn State or why wouldn't you want to go to Oklahoma State or why wouldn't you want to go wherever, yeah. you know, Cornell, you know, just to get a different look, different feel, um, different um, perspective on how to do things. So there's there's a thousand ways to skin a cat. And I've worn one and that's always going to stick with me. And that's always going to be 
my way, but it always helps to get different perspectives. And especially when I get into coaching, if I want to do that, I can bring that other aspect, um, you know, to my athlete and to an administration and say, Hey, I wrestled at Iowa. This is where I cut my teeth. I spent time at under kale, um, at Penn state yeah. and then wherever else I decide to go or I don't go, you know, that's a big, I mean, if the administration knows anything about wrestling, they're going to really have open eyes and be like, Oh, this guy has something to bring this program. Sure. And, and you said too, you're excited for the camaraderie at NOWC, which makes sense at the senior level. I mean, you had Zane and Snyder ret- returning world team members. Dave is, you know, what I call reigning world champ. Um, but you're around guys that, that are just hungry. And I know when Taylor asked you about the camaraderie or you brought the camaraderie up in the interview, you said, like, it, there's no disrespect to the Hawkeye program or to the camaraderie there. You're just looking for a change in camaraderie. What is that change in camaraderie you're looking for? What are you excited about the camaraderie at the NLWC? Uh, just, you got a, you got multiple guys looking to do the same thing. And when you got, um, you know, that many guys going the same direction, wanting to be Olympic champions that elevates the, the level of the room that elevates not only the, the wrestling, but also the, um, the level of thinking is the mentality. You know, there's, there's no, like I'm not there yet, right? There, there might be an undercurrent, right? But I don't sense an undercurrent there. And I'm not yeah. saying that there's an undercurrent here, but when you got guys that are just trying, they're just trained to train and training to be workout partners, and then you're trying to represent the nation and and be the best in the world, it's hard. It's hard to do it by yourself. And I'm not saying that I was doing it by myself, but that's how I felt. You know, a lot of times it was Perry and I, and, and we're doing it kind of together, and and we. You know, I just didn't have that sense of camaraderie with the guys in the trenches. You know, I had a general, I had a leader, but uh, I didn't have those guys in the trenches that I was willing to die for necessarily. Yep. And, you know, it's funny. This move is obviously about you, and many are rightfully making it about you. But it impacts so many others, too. When you talk about your influence and your impact on others, I think it's huge. You know, I, I listened to Jordan Burroughs kind of talk about RTCs, and I'll get into that in a second. But, you know, he said, like, he really appreciates his conversations with you. As I know, Zane and Dave have told me and others, like, there, there's nobody who I don't think appreciates you. And, and I think you are somebody who has an influence on others and impacts others. And already you talk about impacting a guy like RBY at Penn State, where right away he's tweeting out, like, looks like I found my new best friend, right? There's There's a level of excitement there. What does it mean to you to be able to start to impact even more people now as you kind of venture outside of that Iowa room? Yeah, I'm really excited because th- this is going to be – it's a fresh opportunity for me. You know, um, these guys these guys are fresh. They're going to be excited. They want to learn from me, but they also don't have to. You know, they can yeah. also just go tell me to, you know, screw off. You know, these guys sure. here at Iowa, they respected me kind of because they had to in a way, you know, yeah. and they, they did because they wanted to, but – um, it's just a different, a different, um, dynamics. I'm the new guy coming in, so it might be fresh. It might be cool, but also might, they might keep me at a distance for a while, you know, and that's, that's exciting for me too. You know, I, I got to earn my respect and earn their, earn their trust. And I'm excited to get, get my hands on these young guys and, and see what they can do for me and what I can do for them. Because, you know, I, I bring this up all the time, you know, these RTCs, they help the colleges, but you know what? The colleges do a lot to help the RTCs. Yeah, you know, it's not a one-way street, and I, um, it really irritates me a lot that college coaches and and uh, donors they're always talking about this one-way street. How how Gilman are you going to help the college? Right. I, I mean, I don't have to answer that question. 
I wouldn't be here if I would answered that question. How is the college going to help me? Right. It's a, it's a two-way street, right? So I'm excited for those guys to help me. They're going to make me better. Um, they're young. They're hungry. They, they, they probably want to prove something you know, to me and, and everybody else. But, um, yeah, I'm excited to help them too. And are you excited for the unknown too? Like as so many people think about a move like this and you don't know what, what's to come and what's not to come. And it's funny. I, I want to say both Ramos and John reader, when they were recently on the podcast, I talked to them about loyalty. Like, you know, Tony being an Iowa guy, reader being an Iowa state guy. Now they're both like Tony is, you know, he, he, he will say he's a Tar Heel. John will say he's a Badger, right? And you're obviously always a Hawk, and I don't think you have to change your allegiance to another club, but are you excited to see what kind of loyalty does build to a new program? Yeah, that's definitely exciting. You know, the the, the topic of loyalty and, and trading, it's it's a it's an interesting and touchy subject for, sure. for a lot of people because I think people throw out these – these terms are not sure what exactly they're talking about or what they're saying. You know, I know dictionaries aren't really a thing anymore, but you can get on the internet and, and search these these topics for you guys that are that are just throwing around these terms. And and I'm not lo- I'm loyal to Thomas Gilman, yep. you know, first and foremost. I'm loyal to my myself and my family, and and um, my ideologies and my principles. And moving forward, you know, then I'll then I'm you know loyal to the program, you know, wherever that is. Just because I left Iowa doesn't mean I wasn't loyal. The right. whole time, you know, if I if I stayed at Iowa and I was undermining doing undermining kind of current and supporting Penn State as like a mole, then that would be sure. disloyal. That would be a traitor, you know, but I'm cutting I'm not cutting my ties, but I'm, I'm moving on and there's no undercurrent. I'm not undermining anything. I'm moving on and um, now I'll be loyal to the Nittany Line Wrestling Club in Penn State because that's the program that I'm at. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and, and Burroughs had said that, like, you know, people throw out this term loyalty, like, you know, after a certain time, if it's not benefiting you, it's not loyalty, it's almost ignorance to a degree, like you're staying somewhere that's not beneficial. And, you know, speaking of Burroughs, like on that podcast he put out, he was talking about how things have changed since he came out of college, and how you and Snyder are really the pioneers in this free agency landscape. And, you know, I've been kind of thinking about that this morning about how tough of a decision this is for you. You can sense there was no undercurrent, as you say. You can sense there's no bad blood. You, you can sense what a hard decision this is to make. And I'm curious if there's people listening to this who are facing a tough decision of any kind, what would be your advice to them in making that decision? Don't make it emotional. Um, try, I mean, it's impossible to take the emotions out of it, but you have to be logical and, and make, make the decision with your mind and not your heart. Um, and sometimes you got to follow your gut, but not not your first gut instinct, you know, because sometimes yeah. we're like, oh, this is right. And we do it. And then it, it was just all based on motion, you know, try and take the motion out of it as much as possible. You know, I, I, I write a lot of notes. I, I, I break it down into spreadsheets. I make it very black and white. This is the pro. This is the con. Compare that to another situation or or, or um, program or whatever uh, you have moving forward. So just try and be logical about it and don't don't use your don't use your heart, use your mind. And when you do something like that and you make a spreadsheet, like whether it's pros and cons style spreadsheets, whether it's just kind of writing like I, I'm the same way with I write a lot of notes just because I need to get my thoughts out and read them as I'm writing them. And I'm curious, like as you work on a decision like this, is it a wrestling like I should go, I shouldn't go? Or is it a slowly building your case to yourself why you should? 
Uh, I think it's more, it's a slow buildup, you know, because there's a lot of things going through your mind and, and sometimes you just got to take a break. Some, like, I mean, I remember talking to my fiance, she's like, yo, you need to call this person or you need to make this call. Like, let's just get over with. <laughs> right. Let's figure out, like, let's get more data or whatever. I'm like, I can't, I just, I'm, I'm too wrapped up in it. You know, I did, what I can today. I'm taking a break. I need to go work out. I need to go for a walk. I need to you know, blow up my lungs and try to kill myself for about 45, 30, you know, hour. Um, and then take it again later. But, um, it, it, it's a slow process cause you don't want to rush it. Cause then it's right. just, it's too emotional or, or you're tired and, and you just don't know what you're thinking. You know, anyone that's been through school understands that if you try to do all the work, if you try to cram for a test, you know, you're not going to do very good. If you try to get all your homework done, super super fast you're going to be exhausted you're not going to be able to think straight that's kind of the same way i think about it yeah it makes sense and last thing here before i let you go you have this move now to penn state like have have you started coordinating all that and dealing with the move and you even like you got to move chickens out there (laughs) i know i know you know, at first I was like, maybe I'll just rain their necks and, and I'll get new chickens. <laughs> then I'm like, no, nah, those are my girls. I got it. They got to come with me. And then I, I told my my fiance that well, we'll leave the dogs, but take the chickens because that'd be easy. <laughs> and she she wanted to kill me. But uh, yeah, so I got a hold of the realtor here in Iowa and, and he's coming over today to to talk and and figure out what what we can do with this place. And and then I've, I actually talked to the realtor uh, in state college area right before we got on here and trying to get a feel for what what it's like out there get, give him you know what i'm looking for and how far i'm willing or not willing to drive or you know because there's a lot of a lot of things we need we need a backyard you yeah. know for those dogs and those chickens i need somewhere to keep the chickens but if the chickens you know I, melissa's parents are down the road they can they can take care of them too but yeah i mean it's just kind of right now it's getting our ducks in a row and and uh yeah, just getting all the logistics straight. And I'm listen. As I'm excited for it. It's not just a, a Thomas Gilman guy, but as a Penn State and the Lion fan, like uh, Kale became a client of mine when I started my agency back in '08. And when he moved to Penn State, that's when we were able to really develop a friendship. And, and I love as guys come come to State College. I'm excited for you to come to State College because now I can drive a couple hours. And when I'm down there, dude, there's some money coffee shops down there. We'll definitely have to go visit some of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited for that. That'd be bomb yeah it's gonna be good well listen man anything else you got for me here before i let you go no just thanks for everything thanks for the website the uh set me up with that and uh and the podcast you know get get my word out there i, I really course, appreciate man. it always a pleasure and i'm sure it won't be the last time you're on so thanks my man and we'll talk soon sounds good appreciate right, it see ya and that is it for today's episode thank you so much for tuning in i hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as i did if you did enjoy this episode of the podcast be sure to leave a five-star rating review on apple Podcasts, and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on more episodes as always if you've got feedback on this episode send it to me hit me up on twitter instagram email the website you name it i'd love to hear from you guys and the beat goes on